I think it's all right. I think I can pick up me from here. Can it pick me up? from here? Is it, oh, oh my God! I keep right. You pick that from there. Bollocks to you. Bollocks to this. What have I done here? Are you doing it still? Is it worth <laughs> Cancel that. What is got no problems? Oh, man, right. Okay. Well, listeners, you have no idea. You, you will. Oh, you, I'll, I'll you're about you to. will. You will. But because setting up two mics. Right. Let's give it a go. Perfect. I was I was quite excited because it's too, I was going to get my own headphone to wear, and I was saying I'd, I'd look a bit like Chris Kamara. Yeah, as if we were reporting at the edge of a football pitch. Yeah, yeah. So I um, thought that's going to be quite good. Well, that didn't work. No. So what we was like? Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's just do what we did last week, and I have one, and then you just have the normal one. And that didn't work. And that didn't. that didn't work. But even though we know that that works because it did it last week. Yeah. Well, we're back to sharing the same one. So hopefully you can hear us because. Um, Sound is my biggest bugbear on this stupid thing. What is that? Is that that clacking there? Yeah, right. Is, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to keep away from that. Yeah, perfect. Let right, me see okay. if I can. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll open it further. There'll be a bit of clacking. While we stop. And then it's. Uh, yeah, because be you're a bit better, aren't you? Than yeah, staying in the same place than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what? How's it going? What generally? Shall we just? Well, wait. Generally, <laughs> is that what you just said? Generally. No, as a mind control. Right, okay. Um, I uh, want to just address a couple of things before we get kicked off. Oh, right, right, okay. But first of all, I thought I'd do the courteous thing and ask you if you're all right. Yeah. What have you been up to? Well, I'll tell you what, I noticed this morning, I uh, noticed in in the sort of palm of my hand at the at the back, uh, that's sort of like, if you do a line down from your uh, little finger right down to your wrist. Into kind of like a, a meaty bit where you can chew on it if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing like, it now a lot. Oh, you are, yeah. yeah. That, like, the skin's all wearing off, isn't it, there? It's all sort of, like, blistering. And right. I thought, I thought, that's strange, because I'm normally right-handed. So, yeah. And, uh, anyway, I was then playing on my Xbox this morning, and... Uh, it's uh, it's gamers grip that I've got. Oh, it's Xbox Xmer. Right. Oh my God, are you a victim? Yeah. So uh, well, well, it's sort of a relief because I was wondering what it was. What it could have been, yeah. yeah. Because I uh, I don't really play the Xbox, although I don't mind it. This isn't about that, but I I generally pick up an app, play that until I hate it. Yeah. And then move on to the next app. Well, I've just downloaded that Harry Potter one. Yeah. Oh, yeah so I've yeah. been doing that, and it just reminds me of the old Pokemon Go days. And it just remind. Then it reminded me of how far you took that Pokemon uh, <laughs> game. Yeah. To, to to beyond levels that I thought existed. Yeah, yeah. And I, you were properly into it. I weren't did you? really well with that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I I always said I'm not playing this anymore. Once I get the Pikachu. Yeah. One. And did I, you, did you I eventually it? did, and that was it. I'm out of here. And I, I was really pleased with myself the day that I deleted and uninstalled. Yeah. Even more pleased was the fact that I'd been playing it for quite some time, so that when I did delete it, I didn't know my login details. Oh. So I couldn't do... So it was gone forever? Yeah, that's it. And good. Good riddance. Yeah. Also, same sort of thing happened with uh, Facebook, though. In mm. fact, to the point where I forgot it that much. Five years I haven't used Facebook... So um, I set up a new one. I'm mm. on there now. I, but I haven't done anything because I'm only on there to fight crime. That's just solve murders and fight crime. That is it. Fair news. Yeah. Uh, well, to sort of cut... Well, to, apropos of what you're saying, uh-huh. this is why I've not been able to play the Harry Potter thing because I've downloaded it, but then it says, you know, log in. Uh, and I can't remember my password for whatever 
Um, the Harry Potter one? Yeah. Or the Pokemon one? You don't the need new one, it. Harry Potter. Yeah, you just set up a brand new. Yeah, but it says like log in with Facebook or Twitter or That's something. That's right. And then, or your email address. And I can't remember, so I had to just leave it. So. Well, you could probably start a new one off. Yeah. I'm not going to show you how to do it because I don't think you need another thing in your. Like to right. break up your Xbox zombie killing time. That's. <laughs> but the other thing, of course, is. I have been on a speed awareness course. Well, you told us about this last week, and you know, I have been feeling bad if we did suggest that speeding is not a dangerous thing. So uh, it is. It is a dangerous thing. I think in my case, I wasn't actually dangerous driving or dangerously well, no, speeding. No, I, I just broke the speed limit. Yeah. Where the that's conjecture. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I can absolutely promise you, I'm a good driver. I've been driving a long time, but I went on this course. And I was told the recommendation is to make the time go, just don't say no. Yeah, yeah, right? you think, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because if you get involved, then it takes you longer to get through that course. Yeah. And it's probably the wisest thing, because otherwise Linda would have kept on going. Well, and I've done courses like that as well. Yes. And it gets to about half past three, and you're thinking, well, you know, it's down to shut It's knocking half off past time, four, isn't it? If yeah. everybody keeps done, we're going to get away. But you've always got one asking bloody stupid questions. Well, not even. Not even asking. Linda, it was uh, just somebody saying. On, somebody on the course? She was on the course, sat two seats away from me. Bethany was sat next to me. Are you protecting these names to change the innocent? I could do. <laughs> um, Bethan, Bethan, Beth. Beth was sat next to no me. Nobody will crack that. And problem. Lynn was sat next to her. Lynn was just, any whenever she could put her point of view on, uh, she would. She would take that opportunity. It was. It. It was just fucking Ellen. <laughs> Stop it with your thing. And then on another table, I didn't quite catch his name, so let's call him Howard. Right. He just disagreed. Disagreed with the law. From. From. But he basically just. He didn't think he should have been there. And I said, which I said to you, I should have been there because I really? definitely did break. I think it was tight that I were caught because I didn't want to be. But and it was also in a period of like uh, it's on a motorway. You don't yeah. expect to be caught on a motorway because not, not doing forty eight. Oh yeah, well forty seven. But <laughs> what, I knew I was exaggerating what is it? And day. also, even it was a variable, so I'd varied that speed to get it to that amount. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's all over. But that's just been done, and that is what happened just an hour or two ago. Wow. Yeah, so hot, we hot off the. Hot off the what I will say is, you don't. Even though it's only four hours, you don't want to be sitting through this course. Listeners, don't speed. It's just not worth it. I mean, definitely don't speed because you don't want to kill anybody. But don't speed because you don't want to be on this course. Definitely yeah. not. And it, the, the two people who were running the course, fine, perfect, brilliant. It was what they could have done with the course was done and was done right. But you don't want Linda. Uh, Lynn on the course. And, and Howard. And Howard or Beth. Oh, how was you thinking? Howard was not agreeing with being there, but Howard must have agreed to go. Oh, he succumbed because you get your three choices, yeah. don't you? Well, Magistrates, you... three points, a hundred quid, or eighty-four quid. So if you succumb, you can't really complain. Can no, you, you have accepted your. If he wanted to complain, go to the magistrates and Absolutely. do your bidding. That's the venue for that. That is the venue, and uh, now I'm all right. I'm good. It's all done. All clean and everything's all everything a line drawn was washed, polished, and 
clothed down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the extra bit. The, right. the if you paid a couple of quid extra. <laughs> oh, I'm not suggesting that there was any prostitution involved. Well, in, you are a little bit there. I right? was. I was completely suggesting that, but it wasn't intentional. So that's clearly not what happened. It was a nice course because you get told what you're meant to do and what you're not meant to do. And what you're not meant to do is speed. But what you are meant to do is get home and record this podcast where we're... uh, That's what we do now. Uh, We we did do a podcast. No. We're about... We watched the episode of which to do the podcast on. Yes. Which is what's going to happen now. We're going to do the podcast Right, okay. This is called Stranger in Town... It's featuring our friend and yours, Derek Jacobi. Derek Jacobi, yeah. He's been in one before. He has. Uh, um, skin. Not skin. Yes. Yeah, the, well, I, the one where he's got a tattoo on his back. Yes, anyway, it was in, called in Skin, France. wasn't it? If, it? if it weren't a torture bin, shouldn't it? I think it was called Skin. It was the one he was in tattooed in France. It has Clive Swift, who wasn't granddad in That was granddad. Clive Dunn. That was yeah. Clive Dunn. And it also features Sidney Carroll. But I don't know who those people are. Oh, no, so it was written by Sidney Carroll. Yeah, that was it. That's right. right. I saw you write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Sidney, what's Sidney done? Uh, well, I tell you what, if you bear with me for a minute, I shall uh, tell Why you. Why haven't we got this up? We, I, who I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I feel as though I've let us down. Yeah, you but, uh, just bear with me. And I'm, what I'm going to do, because I'm here now, is I'm going to check what the name of the one was with uh, Derek Jacobi in Skin, and, I'm telling uh, you, I'm, I'm going down again. Let me, <laughs> let me hunch myself up. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It is him. But, uh, yes, there he is, yes. There he is. So that, <laughs> Well, he was sort of well down the cast, this, which you wouldn't have expected, would you, for a number of reasons. Was Clive Swift the guy who played Richard in Hyacinth Bouquet? Yes. Ah. I knew I'd seen. I knew I'd seen the name, and I definitely knew who it was. It was Rich. No, that wasn't. That was. Hang on, that was Victor Meldrew's wife, wasn't it? Victor. That's what she always used to say, wasn't it? She was a little Scottish woman. Victor. She wasn't Brian Blessed. No. Oh. (laughs) But the other one was Richard. Uh, he was bouquet residence lady of the house. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you, I recognised him. Uh, tell you what, who were you asking me about? Sidney Carroll. What's Sid- he done? Sidney Carroll. All right, let's let's have a look. Uh, he's an American film and TV screenwriter. Uh, most frequently writes for television. Perhaps best remembered for writing screenplay for The Hustler in 1961, for which he was nominated for Academy Award. Was The Hustler the one with the pool playing? It would be, wouldn't Paul it? Newman. Yeah. Right, okay. It's interesting that he got kicked out of America to write stuff for the UK because Which which of course we don't know that he did. It did. He may or may not have done. But I'm I sure would he have didn't, yeah. I would have based on this, I would have said, You wrote this, get out of the States because I didn't like this one little jot. I didn't either. I, I thought mean, it we're, was we're we're hitting a bit of a seam with stuff we don't like here, but Yeah, I, we, it I, was from the moment it starts I hated it. Yeah, it irritated <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> and I'll tell you for why after the music. Right. I'm gonna, I just realised when I said I'll tell you for why I got it, I'll tell you the bits that I hated as 
as the performance oh, plays out. So you're not going to tell us now, then? I'll tell you... Well, I will, but in a roundabout sort of way. Right, okay. In In the consolidation. Does this put us on tender hooks? And yes, that's right. On tender hooks. Tender? Tenter. It's ten tenter hooks. Tender yeah. hooks and always. Yeah, that'll learn me. Now, <laughs> it's 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 we've said who is in it. Yeah. J- Jacko. Yeah. Who uh, Derek Jackson. Jerick yeah, Jacko was uh, Jacko in Brush Stokes. Carl Howman or something like that. <laughs> Carl Howman, he's Howman. not in this. <laughs> and uh, Clive Swift. It's quite yeah. We'll, we've done those. So yeah. what we'll do is we 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 first see Jacko is the first person we see in this, and it's odd because it starts off with some wobbly music and a train pulling into a train station. Yeah. And somebody getting off the train station, and then we learn it's Jacko narrating. What's happening yes. for about fifty percent of the no, probably about seventy percent of this episode is is saying what's happening. Yes, in, he is. Yeah, over a voiceover. It's a voiceover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a wobbly music, and then it turns wobbly into kind music. Of wobbly. Oh, right. And then it and then it turns into pipes, right. which is which is actually this guy is a bit the clown music. Yeah. If you see what I mean. Well, I, I wrote down is. Uh, I wrote down it's Derek Jacobi overacting wildly in a clown stroke posh tramp suit. I couldn't po- really. Posh tramp is probably more apt actually because clown is. is He's not got the. No, you know, that's right. But he is making a scene throughout. <laughs> and that's and it's, the scene starts with here where, where he says, I arrived into town on a windy day. Which, right, one, it's not windy. So that's wound me up to begin with. Right. Okay, because. Uh, that's obvi- I think that's just taken from the screenplay and they filmed it on clearly not a windy day. Yeah, and I can't think it does matter whether it was windy or not. It doesn't matter. I arrived into town. No. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to argue with a uh, Academy Award nominated writer, of course. Or Jacko. Or Jacko. But Jacko then proceeds to make a fool of himself and us in a, a display that we're going to discuss over the next few, probably 10, 15 minutes. Now... <laughs> It's comedy music sort of throughout. Yeah. And that accompanies Jacko's... Uh, dicking about? D- dicking about, for the, you know, as it goes along. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, it's a kind of emphasis on magic and comedy yeah. routines. Yeah, irritating it, magic and comedy routines. He's doing voiceovers every now and then. I'll try to point those out. But essentially it's him not saying a thing and just volunteering... Magic and comedy, yeah, without saying why, for no reason, in this train station. I mean, I've noticed one thing that he does is, um, you know, there's there's an old trick about producing a coin from behind somebody's ear. Obvious. That's the first one he does actually, isn't it? But then he goes on to produce a five pound note from behind somebody's ear, which looks like a stop stop motion thing. No, yes, that's right. It's, it clearly wasn't there a minute ago, but now it is. Yeah. But also, it's really hard. Because it's fiver, it's, it. it's, a, it's yeah. an erect fiver, and it's uh, so it looks like a car, piece of cardboard. Yeah, well, like, I'm sure. Just I'm... for the cameras to show that this is currency. Yeah. Rather than it flopping around, and it's like, oh, what's that? It's a bit like the American flag on the moon, sort of thing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I'll just say, I'm sure on this podcast, I have complained before about stop, uh, stop, go magic, but it used to be accepted on TV. Well, it was like it was like, oh, how have they done that? Yeah, David Nixon was the main perpetrator of this. David Nixon. Yeah, he was a sort of 
he were in black and white times, but they oh, right. went into colour. But yeah, he was. He, he, I tell you, we always used to, often used to have with him. Uh, oh, probably won't actually, um, but uh, it might come to me later on. Very attractive um, woman, and uh, my dad really used to like her, but I can't remember her name. So anyway, yeah, Lauren Bacall. That was her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Lauren Bacall. Was it was. Lauren oh, that was. I mean, out of all the people, it, no, it would have been. You really kind of like made me think. Oh, really? It was Anita Harris. Oh, right. It was probably on that game show you watch. Not that game show you watch from seventies or eighties. Watched them all. Yeah, well, she's probably on yeah, that. She was on that. Yeah. Well, interestingly, that you should mention that because. No, I tell you what, I'll come back to the pin oh, that. Right. Okay, this, there's a couple of things that happen before I need to get to that link. Otherwise, you think, why is he talking about Jimmy Savile? <laughs> well, uh, it does become, well, <laughs> you know, I've, I've it saw. It all comes down to Jimmy Savile. <laughs> uh, well, the, this is another thing that he says. Whilst he's performing this trickery in the train station, he says, there's no, there, was no, there was no fanfare on my arrival. Yeah. Right? Which sort of remind me of this Julian Clary line where he says, I like a nice warm hand on my entrance. <laughs> and that was brilliant. But in the last series of Britain's Got Talent, a woman said it. The woman who was like the kind of like uh, Victoria Wood ripoff. Oh, yeah. And she yeah. said it. And I was like, that was uh, the Julian. The warm hand on the entrance. Yeah, she said it. And I was like, that's a Julian Clary ripoff. Oh, and right. I'm disgusted that you used it. Because that's proper plagiarism. That's not just, oh, did somebody else use it? No, that was, that was Julian Clary's thing. For years he would say that. No, I didn't know that. Mm. Anyway, but but the other point about this was, he said, there was no fan for my arrival, just a few kids. But there were only three kids, and there were more adults than kids. Yes. And there he, weren't many, but you can't, I wouldn't, I would say there were more adults than kids than just a few kids. But it does seem, it, it seems as though he's... Well, Made he's, a beeline. For, is the, that, for, the, for the kids. For the kids. Uh, he seemed perhaps more interested in them than you could get away with. Nowadays. Yes, so that is where he does the currency trickery. Yeah. And um, he does a, a few tricks. He sort of like, um, he grooms them a little <laughs> in uh, to, oh, look at what my magic tricks are. Which, uh, aren't, I, aren't I a clever fellow? Yeah. It's, it's tantamount to saying, do you want to come over and look at some puppies, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Well, he never actually has to say anything. He's just sort of hypnotised them with magic and non-verbal comedy yeah. that they decide to follow. Now, you see, in a more innocent age, we would probably... Fine. I thought Pied Piper rather than... And this is the... Yes, so this now becomes that kind of link to comedy music, to pipes being played, to him... Doing the kind of like, as I walk around, I'm going to walk around and create a bit of a conga line yes. of kids and people. Yeah. yeah and that is that Pied Piper thing. In fact, on an earlier podcast, I mentioned about Derek Jacoby or somebody in this confusing the episode with the Umbrella Man because I remembered his umbrella, um, which was, uh, it was uh, your man, wasn't it? Who was that? Who was the umbrella guy? It's uh, John Mills. John Mills, yeah. So, he, so I confused this with that. And thought that that was the Pied Piper thing. I'm sure I mentioned yeah. it, and it was this. This right. is well, obviously, there's no other episode like this. It's shite. <laughs> so um, anyway, he starts following. He's walking around, and he goes to. He's doing like weird. Is some some magic is obvious magic, and some is kind of like oh, that are a little bit clever, but it was shite. Yeah, well, it's market day, isn't it? And he's sort of walking through the market. He goes to a flower stall. I wasn't sure what he did in the flower stall because I was writing down. Did he yeah. do anything? Yes, he did a couple of bits. I'll explain that. And he's, he he narrates or voices over 
they've never seen anything like me before or something like that. I'd like, be grateful for There's that. probably a reason for this. <laughs> uh, but, yes, he's uh, there's people following and he goes to the market and he goes to a flower stall and it's it's the same money trickery that he did before, I think. Right. Oh, do you know what? I didn't write it down, but I'll tell you what. I can't remember. I know he did something, but I can't remember what it was yeah, now. Well, I've, just, I've just drawn a blank. I, I I'm pretty sure he go, said, there you go, here's some money, and it's not money. And then it turns into money. Ah, I'm sure it was, but it might yeah, not be. He wouldn't have said that, but that's what he was That's what he was doing. talking yet, was it? It was all visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds about right. Uh, but and then by now he's sort of being followed by grown-ups as well, well masses of different ages and uh, so gender. What, what has what has caused that? Well, we I don't know. But also when he he seems to do like little set pieces, he goes from one bit, they all stop and watch. Then when he's done that bit, more people are following for the next bit. Yeah, and well, they all seem to know when to stop, so he can do his bit. And that, that my note was, how do people know when to stop so that they, he can do his next bit? Because they, other, other than, I mean, it's been scripted. Yeah. I know why the actors know. But how, the, but how would that have been, been able to have been written plausibly? Yeah. Nonsense. Well, I suppose it's a bit like a slowing down Benny Hill, isn't it? In that, in that yeah. more and more people are behind him all the time. Yeah, I didn't like that either. No. Um, although I did like the, the, the ladies in that. Now, uh, I tell you what, I don't know whether we've spoken about this before, but one of the ladies out of uh, Benny Hill was uh, in Frasier, Jane Leaves. Was really? Yeah, she was one of them. We may have done. Yeah. I don't know if we have done, but I tell you what, talking about ladies, back in those times, no, actually a bit later on when a lower low was out, yeah. you were sort of meant to fancy that woman, that type of woman, right? Okay. Yeah. But she was being portrayed as somebody who was saucy, but attainable because the old man with a they used to slap his head so yes, you yeah. could be an old dirty man and still end up with a looker that's what yeah. the message was which i think is still used on adverts to this it, very it day. really is isn't it because yeah. you there's always a very good looking wife and then sort of some sort of slightly idiotic ugly man isn't but there? but for some choice of product choice that he's made he's he's got the sort of implies doesn't it you know use our oven cleaner and, uh, <laughs> they'll overlook the fact that you're hideous and stupid well that's the thing is that that rene from a lower low he ended up with three or four lookers yeah First of all, Gordon Kay was, I think, uh, homosexual anyway, so yeah. that one must have been a bit uncomfortable for him. But that was the implication. The one, the main of the girls was called Vicky Michelle. Yes. And yes. she did all the rounds. Forsyth Generation game. Right. She did 3-2-1. All of them. She did the rounds. But she wasn't the best-looking Renee's girlfriend. What about was the, another one. the one who's the uh, French Revolution? Not French Revolution. No, I mean out of the maids in the, oh, right. in the cafe. And I can't tell you who it was because I hadn't done my research. This was a bit of... I could go on the internet, yeah, well, couldn't I? I'll tell you what I could do. I'll tell you what, you, you do your bit while I do my bit. Yeah. Oh, in fact, I could carry on waffling. Yeah. No, I'll do it. You do do it. Okay. Well, I like the one. As I say, it's not French Revolution. It was... French foreign resistance. I know what you mean. She was the woman who was. She had a beret, uh, and she talked a bit. She would talk English some of the time. For a bit, yeah. She uh, could switch between. Yeah, that's. This right. is her. This is her. Marie Fran Right now, Francesca Gonshaw was the name, but in a lower low, I'm gonna. She was, um, like, easily the best looker. 
For, for me, like yeah, she yeah. was my she was my sort. That's her on the left there. Oh. Vicky Michelle who did the rounds. Yeah. Gordon Kay who was famous for Rene really. Yeah. And then this girl here yeah, who she was did, she, did she was definitely the better out of the two of them. Definitely. Yeah. No question. In fact, I wonder if they're going to do do they do a lower low kind of cons? Do they do a lower low con? Or maybe they do like eighties. TV con. Well, people go, all sorts of people go to these cons, don't they? Because I get Empire and I read in the back the people who are going. Yes. And it's sort of like... If there is ever an occasion where I spot her at the place, I would... Because I did the same... I mean, I don't Have stalk these. Have been to these. a con? I've been to a James Bond con. Right. Where... Who was, who was there? Oh, i tell you what, I think... Did I... Did I this did is the one where Desmond... Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Yeah. Refused to sign my That's right. thing. Yeah. He was just a very grumpy, nasty, nasty, yeah. actually. It made me fall out with the, the franchise completely. They've, I think they lost a, an A1 now. fan. He's died now. Died now. Not as a result of that. No, I didn't go after him. And um, anyway, I would, I would, I, at that place, I met um, Caroline Munro, who played one of my favourite Bond girls, but she was an evil Bond girl, you mm. know, one of them. Because, uh, so, like, he was with a Russian spy at the beginning, and then he killed her boyfriend as he was skiing, skiing down the mountain. I mean, the, the, I don't. It's not a spoiler, is it? But the famous thing for that, obviously, was the uh, the parachute, because it was nineteen seventy-seven. Is that when you were born? Then seventy-seven. So I had this affiliation with that film, the the White Lotus that went under the water. Yeah, it seemed like yeah. the it was like the classic Bond for me. More. Yeah, Lotus, yeah, yeah. Munro, the triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, anyway, when I saw that she was going to this thing, it was like great. But I think I could do the same with this low, low yeah. lady. Yeah, I've never been to a con. Maybe. Mm. Well, maybe we should, Rob. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should host our own. We're gonna have a pod con. A pod. There are loads of the pod cons. Oh, the to- total con. To- Tales of Unexpected must have a con. We ought to find out. Well. That's I keep a, looking, that, I keep looking for other, for other websites, but I don't find anything much. Anyway, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got um, through this... He's got a crowd forming now. Yeah, I'm following him on in a, in a non-conga conga. Non-conga conga, but it's not, they're not, it's not a mob. Uh, but then they seem to disperse, because what he does is he bursts through another crowd that are watching actual pipers. Yeah. Uh, like so Scottish band. pipers. Well, you think, wouldn't you? But uh, I noticed, and this is you wouldn't notice this, that uh, that was in fact the Norwich and District Pipes and Drums. So another Norwich, Nor- one. Norwich another Norwich one. Uh, so what he does is, he's having a good time watching these pipers walk down the hill. Yeah, and he it, joins in. Doesn't he just he, is, he joins this is, in. This is now, where you get a bit of. This is where your umbrella man comes from, I think. Yes, exactly that. I, I didn't like this, and he was pretending to play his umbrella as if it was a pipe. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now this hasn't made me dislike him more. I already dislike this character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I have. I've got no more dislike. And then, for some reason, the police get involved. Well, he has joined in the marching band. I was think... thinking, shouldn't there be people here to stop this? Yeah. To stop them being mobbed by the crowds? But I mean, it's a bit like <laughs> in the Spice Girls recently. Um, Mel, Mel Scary, she went on the tube, didn't she, to the to the gig? Did she? Yeah, yeah. And, and what thought, happened to that? Well, nothing. She got there all right. But I thought, well, there should have been security. And I would have thought, well, I suppose the Norwich Pipe Band don't. You, 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 don't, you don't join in if there's a marching band. No. That's the thing. You are... So, oh, I was glad when the police arrived, and I thought, <laughs> I, I hope they're having for this. Well, I had the opposite thought. 
is that why are the police getting involved? Why are the why are they stopping him? Do I mean because chaos would ensue? This is pre nine eleven. The security wasn't necessary. Sorry, I'm doing my flies up here, <laughs> but I'm doing it with one hand, and I was making a meal of it. Anyway, look, we uh, we disagree on that. You think police police were right to get involved? Absolutely. And I'm saying I'm not too sure why You've the police. You've got to stamp it out in, in its early stages, <laughs> or you don't know where it's going to lead. Well, I'll tell you where it it leads. Yeah. Uh, the at least the program it goes to the Maid's Head Hotel. Uh-huh. Um, By now, his crowd's diminished. So it's just, so just the two kids just that he made. That bear in mind, he led away from a train station. Yeah, they're, they're that, very young to be yeah. wandering around, don't they? And now, in a kind of Savile-esque way, he uh, it looks like he's about to say, you know, do you want to be part of my gang? Glitter, maybe. That would be more, more appropriate. Yeah. And the reason, actually, Savile was on my mind because. Earlier, when I was on this speed and awareness course, which, when you abbreviate, is SAC, so I was laughing half of the time at the fact it was called sack, like as in ball, ball sack. sack. Yeah, because um, you could say can like uh, buses and lorries speed speed and awareness course. Ball sack. Ball sack. That yeah. would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't that, but it but it sort of was. There's this woman who's he, he said right. Uh, there used to be adverts in the 70s around Christmas time for a drink, don't drink drive, but the message was don't have that fifth pint. No. He, he, that's what he said. He said, no, no, this is real. It's kind of like you could drink drive, but what they were saying is that Christmas was don't have the fifth pint. Jeez. I know, it's insane, isn't it? So this woman, she said to me, oh yeah, they used to, Linda, Lynn. She <laughs> said to me, oh yeah, there was like click clock, don't stop. Or something like that, yeah, and it was Jimmy Savile. It was, yeah. But do you, you remember this? Do, one, like, do you remember that? Yeah, it weren't click clock, don't stop. Because <laughs> you wouldn't encourage people not to stop. So it, what was the? It was, what was clunk click every trip. That's what it was. And what is the click? Well, put your seatbelt on. So this has nothing to do with drink driving. No. So Lynn's fucked up. Yeah, it's putting your seatbelt on. Right. And they'd, they'd have like people laying. And off. Savile used to say this. Yeah, big bigly for it. And they'd have people like Lane in hospital who'd not clunk clicked and they'd be saying, oh, No way! Really, honestly. I only was driving like down to the shops 100 yards and now I've got a punctured lung. And there was a, there was, there was a guy there and he'd no top on and he'd got like this sort of like stretchy thing over his lung area. And obviously I weren't very old and I thought, Oh God, that's terrifying. Anyway, yeah, oh, that, that was it. it was, well, can you imagine click clock don't stop? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, Lynn has got her uh, adages mixed up. Yeah, couldn't click every tree. And not only that, I've mixed up what she said. Right. So none of none is on to win it. Well, he he, he's, he goes to the hotel. He signs in. And now he starts to talk. Yes, it's now it's his first, first time. time. That he's actually delivering dialogue. He's also presenting his umbrella, the the, the hook of the umbre- umbrella, the, you know, the handle bit, yeah. which is a snake's head, and it's got a really good uh, snake's tongue that comes out. And I like that. Did you? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'd have that. It's, it seemed very slow, though, didn't you think? It did. Yes. I, it know, was I... clearly a mechanical thing. Yeah, it oh, wasn't. I'm, I'm doing it now. Yeah, you were. And that's why I'm looking at my notes and nothing else. <laughs> he wants, basically, is. He wants a view of the whole town. A suite. A suite with a view of the whole town. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't do suites. So what's where's that leaving? Right, okay. Well, I'll have a room of the whole town. Well, our other rooms don't have a view of the whole town. Why would I want to see the whole town, he says. Why would I see the whole town? He wants a, do you want a bath? No, I don't need a bath. Which is 
handy because he never changes his fucking clothes in the 10 days that we're... That's true. Right, okay, we'll come back to that in a moment. Anyway, this goes nowhere other than he's signed in as Christopher Columbus. Yeah, now I'll tell you what, he signs in using a quill pen. Was that his or was that the hotel? It's got to be his. Because I've never been to a hotel where there's a quill pen. I'm, I'm sure they exist. No, but, but I wouldn't have thought the Maidstone Hotel in Norwich would be one of them. To this be would be his uh, part of this character that he plays, you the Jacko's playing. Yeah. yeah, right. Columbus then is what he's now referred to yeah. through the entire episode. Um, so, and ne- so we go to the next day when he leaves this hotel. Next day, same clothes, <laughs> and he's showing off once more. This is this is this montage of fucking nonsense. And I, and we just we laughed at one point, and we just said, what is going on? There's a a moment later on, but this is like so the montage includes, it stops by, uh, a some builders. builders site. Yeah, yeah. And he gives a knowing smile. He does, he does, and uh, there's a, there's a man shouting at him, and he goes over, and uh, it's Hyacinth Bouquet's husband. It's Richard from Bouquet. And uh, he does some magic with him. Where more currency-based magic. Yeah. Turns, turns paper into folding. folding turns into money paper. into paper. Then the guy turns the paper... So Richard from Bouquet... He's also magic. He knows his magic. So he grabs the paper back and turns it back into money. And he goes, I'll have that. Yeah. Pockets it. And then Columbus says... What day is it? And does kind of like some sort of pat on the shoulder and he walks away and he's nicked the money back. He's done some sleight of hand. Yeah. Tell you what, I, I don't know sleight of hand or anything like that, but I was once told by a bouncer what to, to do in a, in a sort of situation. I wouldn't recommend it, obviously. But he says, what, what you do if somebody says something to you is you put one hand up to here, behind your ear and you say, what, what did you say? I, d- I didn't hear you. So nine times out of ten, they'll lean forward, and then you can headbutt them up nowhere. <laughs> and a bouncer. We'd know, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what they do. Absolutely. Yeah, muscles and tactics, that's what bouncers are. <laughs> um, although they do, I'm sure they do a grand job uh, controlling the streets. Oh, they've got to, got to be yeah. done. Uh, well, now, he, as he's walking along, so that was one part of the montage. Yeah. But that is now, it's now back to voiceover time, right? Yeah. So, he's walking along, two women are talking, he pokes his umbrella between them, steals a cauliflower. <laughs> right? So he's had that. Which presumably they were juggling between themselves. I mean, now, who's walking around with a, just a cauliflower to, to bear? Uh, right. It, then. Well, then some bikers arrive. Uh, this is a bit, that's a bit later. Oh, right, he, there's more of the montage. More of the montage. He plays tennis with about 70 kids. Yes. But he's on one side and they're on the other. Is and they're not giving him an hard time. Is he using his umbrella as a tennis racket? Oh, I never caught that bit. Oh, no, I mean, maybe probably, he did. probably would be. That's the sort of thing that Columbus would do. Yeah. Dickhead. Right. He uh, Then this kind of Hells Angels biker group yeah, turns they're, they're obviously a punk biker band, actually. They're, they're clearly a punk band. Dead Kennedys are on the back of one of them. Yeah, and, uh, well, they're wearing punk outfits. That's another exactly. clue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he seems to sort of select a girl to take indoors. It's, yeah. a, bit, it's a bit like when they're waiting at the stage door, isn't it? And the band <laughs> like a roadie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this is another thing. It was like it's just the filmmaker's way of saying, "Look how crazy this guy is." Yeah. Not only is he able to make kids and old ladies smile, but he's also he's, da- he's a hit with the punks. 
well, and I the bikers. You, what follows is probably for me the most disturbing bit of it, right? Because the next thing we get is like a sort of close-up headshot on him. Of him. And he's clearly lying down. Clearly lying down. Enjoying yeah, himself. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying himself. Yeah, I, I put special face. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Well, it pans back. Could, yeah, and we see that there's a child sort of resting their sleepy head on his, on his shoulder. Shoulder. And but you see that this child's arms moving. Yes. A bit. I mean, it's rotten. But then it's he's the, it's don't worry, listeners. He's not on his own because there's more kids on piled onto a boat. Yeah, and. This kid, as it comes out, is actually fiddling with his watch chain, which I'm not which sure is of. lower down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you noticed that um, Captain Birdseye, his crew have changed? Have we talked about that? His crew have changed. Yeah. Well, Captain Birdseye used to be his boat was crewed by children. Ah, uh, yeah, it, now, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Is not, it actual people yeah. now? Well, or adults, I mean, yeah. by actual people. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have kids doing uh, chores no, like that because they're. Um, they first of all need to go to naval school. I would have thought. Is that not the point you'd get? Not at? really. No, I was thinking more about it. Might have been saying the wrong thing. It might have been saying <laughs> lure children with fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't want that. You wouldn't lure a kid with a fish finger. You need yeah, like well, at least one Xbox game. <laughs> well, uh, but not that I'm not. By the way, you seem I'm not to know. saying no. I'm, first of all, I don't know. Second, right. I wouldn't try it. What I'm saying is that it does seem like the wrong thing to say. Yeah. Would you like to see me puppies and fish fingers? That, well, you th- see, this is the thing. This is what we're saying about advertising. They have the ugly man, and uh, he uses nubbins sump oil, and he gets an attractive <laughs> woman. It's, it, so anyway, that yeah, you know, that is obviously not what Birds Eye wanting, and that's why they've changed it because yeah, right on Birds Eye. Yeah, I think you know. More power to the elbow. Yeah. <laughs> so more following some... I've put here ice cream. I can't remember why I wrote ice cream. Did he go to an ice cream vendor of some sort? Um, I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get an ice cream. Uh... Yeah, well, he, he's eating an ice cream then at some point, or somebody is. And, um, I mean, somebody at some point in the world is eating an ice cream. Yeah. You could it, say that, can't you? Now. We yeah. know that at mm. some point, at any point, at one point in the world, it's like kind of like that Beatles thing. A Beatles track is some playing somewhere in the world. Yeah. I think I think you could say the same of I I would, a, I a nosh of an ice cream. Now he's doing more tricks for the camera because, and what I mean by that is he stood in a doorway. Ah, oh, hang on, I know why I put ice cream. It weren't really ice cream; it were lollies. They've gone into a shop, all these kids, and he's treating them all to a lolly. Oh. Well, it's like a Willy Wonka style lolly, which is like a candy lolly. You know, like it don't, not, it don't melt. Yeah. yeah, it don't melt sort of thing. But they're all like going out one by one by one. And he stands in the doorway, gets out of like a handkerchief as if to mop his brow. And it turns from green to red. And that, But that, but nobody's watching this. He's just done it for the camera. As if right. he knows that there's a fucking camera there. And that's my problem with mm. it. That it's all set up. See, by this time, I've just written... Here, the montage goes on forever. Oh, it does, and he's on a bus now. <laughs> and it's an old bus, and people are shouting, All right, Columbus, all right. Well, now, you know I sometimes like to have a go at spotting where the... Uh, Things going. Where where we're going. Yeah. This is... I I don't mind saying this at this point, because it does... It is, it is revealed, but I think there is a second 
tales of the unexpected element here. But the first part is that the fact that he's showing out, doing his magic tricks, yeah. getting people on board, yeah. he's doing it in plain sight. Yeah. I think this is more of a guess who's in town. Don't forget this face. Right. Don't forget the day that this guy came into town. Well, he does say that he gets that he comes known as the town character, yeah. doesn't he? As well as and that's a, the town character. It was at this point when I said, you know what? It's because it, this is all for a reason. Yeah. That it wouldn't be that he wouldn't usually do this. It's all showing out for the cameras. We also learned that he's only been there ten days, and I would I'm surprised that you could have fit so much into ten days. Ten days, he must be exhausted. Montage lasted eight days when we watched it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the tenth day that, that it finally the, the, the story so does, crescendo. Yeah. The crescendo of the story. Yeah. It's the tenth yeah. day. Day, no, day no more. Yeah, he is. Wearing the same clothes, and he has not had a bath, and we know this to be true. He hasn't got a bath in his room, so he can't have. So Although he goes. He might. He might. Might be shared. Correct. You get that in. Um, you know. In yeah, four, four down the bed. down the corridor. Yeah, I'd, I'd hate that. Wouldn't you? No, we've said this between ourselves. Yeah. Is that? And now, actually, did we say it last week? Did, did we, we say it a while ago? In that four in a room, if you if you don't have an ensuite, yeah. it's not. It shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. No. Quite simple. Yeah, you need, you need your own facilities. You need your own facilities. Or yes, because we were allowed. talking about how we could use. Yeah, you, your right. house will be perfect for yeah, it. Cause, yeah, yeah. And so he says, uh, "Oh yeah." So we've come to the denouement. Denouement, and he's going by a pub called the Hogging Armour. I, I liked that. Mm, me too. Uh, I can only assume that that is his actual name. Yeah, probably. There's no way. There's, there's no reason for them to, of, and as we both turn to our PCs. <laughs> To double check, yeah, I'll let you do that while I just explain what's what's going on. Well, right. it, that hogging armour isn't actually part of this. It took me by surprise, so I wrote it down, but yeah. it doesn't actually go any further. Other than, I suppose, there are people, witnesses outside to see him there at that scene. Uh, it's, it's in the good pub guide, uh, the hogging armour in uh, Norwich. There we go. It's in, more Norwich. Yeah. Well, actually, it was all filmed in the same sort of probably market town of Norwich. Uh, so... He, he basically goes to up this little side street next to the pub. That's yeah. the reason why that's important. And he sees the sign, the Latham, or Latham. Yeah, probably Latham's Yeah, Latham Builders. Builders. Now, that is the same guy as Richard Bouquet. Yeah. He, we notice this because they've got the the E sign on, the, on their hats. And Correct, yeah, yeah. So it's an L sign, so you know it's them. So you, yeah. there you go, there's your link. Right, but he can't get into the back, so he, he goes to the front again of the builder's merchants. And uh, he meets a really badly acting builder. I well, I don't thought. know if it's badly acted or just an odd voice. I'm uh, going with both. Right. Odd yeah. voice, badly acted. Yeah, I think so. Who says, no, you can't come in here. You can't not come in here. Because like Donald and Davy Stock. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Donald and <laughs> Yeah, uh, so he sees him, and again, he, now some weird time exposition here, and I can't yeah. remember what was quite explained. Oh, he says, well, you, you can go in, but um, Mr. Uh, Lather Mr. Is, is going home soon. He's uh, going home soon. Five to two. It's five to two. I don't think he was from like the North East. No, but he is Donald Davis. Oh, but right he now, is now, he? yeah. Uh, and the, Jacko says, time enough. Time enough. Time enough. He's got something planned. What yeah. could that plan be? Ooh, he, he goes into the reception area where the receptionist is in the reception area. I mean, that's where she is. She would be. 
Although she does describe herself as the secretary. And she's doing herself up because she's, it's Friday the 2nd of June. She's off out for a night in Norwich. <laughs> um, it's Friday It's Friday closing time, isn't it? That's what it is. And um, he goes into, he says, ah, you know what? I don't need you around. I'll go see Latham. Well, he doesn't say that. I'm oh, right, right, right. abridging. I'll go see him on my own yeah, if you want. Because you, you've seen me come in. So you don't need to see me come out. That'll be that's yeah. you don't need to worry about that. You go off home and then I'll see Mr. Latham on my own. So she presumably does goes that. and he lets himself in. Well in, into the into his office. But before he goes say. into his office, he uh, gets a glove out and puts it on. A white glove. A white glove. And uh, Jacko. Jacko would have had a white glove. Uh, Michael Jackson. Mm. Yeah. And um, he. Uh, the music changes to. It I does change, bit, doesn't a bit, it? A bit threatening. A bit threatening. Sinister music. Uh, that's and a better way of saying it. Toto yeah. have a history. I mean, they're part, one of the characters in every Toto episode it's is the, the music. music. Yeah. So this here it is back again. Great. Probably the best best thing about this episode. The music. That, that, that bit, that, that change. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, he goes into the office. Ah, Columbus, well, you, first of all, you can fuck off because I'm going home. <laughs> Again, abridged. Right, okay. But yeah. he says, you know what? I can entertain this for as long as I'm packing up. So yeah. say what you've got to say. So he gets some cards out get, and gets in, gets uh, Latham, Latham to draw a card from the pack. Pick a card, he says. And identifies it as the Ace of Spades. He goes, Ace of Spades. He goes, well done. He goes, now pick another card. And then Latham says, no, 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 no. no. Give me the deck. You pick you a card. Pick a card. In fact, pick two. Pick two, and then he guesses them both. Yeah. Right. Nonsense. Absolute no. nonsense. What? What? what right. Are you coming from a position of knowledge here because of your, you know your magic circle links? Yeah, I've got I've got the circle links, the MCL as I call them. But no, it's just nonsense. He's not. He's not checked the deck. Mm. He's he doesn't know. And that, and that yeah. is just a not. I mean, by all means, tales are unexpected. Put a little trick in there, but don't do something that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, but perhaps he'd be able to guess. But the only thing he's done so far is pick the ace of spades. So you wouldn't think, oh, it's 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 card it's trick a, pack thirty-seven. Exactly. I know. Yeah. We know that there is an actual magic in this particular thing, but what if? Uh, and, and actually pin this because what if it's a deck of aces just aces mm. right okay which it could be. could be so he's picked up his card he says two of spades eight of clubs or whatever they were yeah. well no sorry it was two aces of spades well now you both look like dicks <laughs> because now we know how the first one was done and the second one isn't possible so <laughs> nonsense right anyway that would have been quite funny but as you say pin that yeah pin it right okay so he goes look uh, I need to leave um, yeah. and then and he says come back tomorrow when I'm not here yeah you, you're fine to come back here but I won't be here so you can do all these card tricks in the world then yeah. well we he, get another stop action money thing here yeah with, with he, a 50 <laughs> it's a 50p coin that is there one minute and then is has gone the next yeah. and it it isn't it, that's not a trick that's that's a trick of the that's camera, stopping camera yeah. That, yeah so Anyway, he it's, then it's like it's sort of like Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, like, reverse, yeah that's it? right. Yeah, which he meant to like, but we don't. We don't. Handcuffs next. <laughs> yeah, he produces his handcuffs. Well, and, Richard uh, Bouquet's or Latham's 
yeah. comment is they look um they look accurate <laughs> what have I written here? It won't be accurate. They look uh, uh Well, we don't know what is what he says, do we? But uh, Oh god but but he's basically saying, Oh yeah, they look like normal ones. Why yeah. say that? Yeah, and they don't look like any handcuffs I've seen because they've got a big long chain between them. Which would not be how they do yeah. it, even in those days. The like... massive long chain, because then you've just got to go around somebody's neck, and yeah. that you've got yeah. them, yeah. haven't you? Anybody who's so, seen the film knows that. That's a great point, because that's where it, that could have come into play, actually, yeah. but it, it doesn't. But that, what have I written here? They look accurate. Now, accurate? Could be accurate. Ac- accurate. Because ac- he's going to think that they're props. But he's going to say, yeah, look, so look accurate. They look accurate. I think we ought to say it's accurate, because otherwise this is going to be on forever. Okay, anyway, he goes, um, well, put them on. As he's putting them on, he, <laughs> the wife's going to kill me. This is, this is Jacko putting them on. Jacko's on putting them on himself. Yeah. And uh, Richard Bouquet, so Latham, says, the wife's going to kill me because you're taking me time up. But he's laughing about it. Yeah. Columbus puts on the, the handcuffs on himself. Which is Jacko. Jacko. Lifts them up into the air. Pauses. Pauses. Drop. the off. Brings him up his arms down. That's it, gone. And they fall off. Fall. Right, okay. Right, right, now you try, he says. You try. Right, there's two things here. One, I would never get involved with a stranger's handcuffs. handcuff magics in the first place. I think that's a that's a phrase or saying, isn't it? Never get involved with a stranger's handcuffs. Yeah. Second... If it isn't, it ought to be. If you'd have seen the episode of Columbo, you never get involved with a magician that you don't know oh. in your office... Yeah. Okay, because it's going to go fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. But on purpose. What if it was like a sort of household name, though? You know, what do you think? What, the Great Soprano? Yeah. Well, Oh, no. by the way, as far as I know, they've still not found um, Warlock mo- uh, Magician who went into the uh, Ganges last week. Have they not? Warlock Mandrake, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I'm not laughing at it. It is no, divine. no, no. Because I'm bless, sure that he's, 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 he's alive and well somewhere. <laughs> he's going to do a big sort of reveal. Style reveal. reveal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he he's now says, "Put these on yourself," which he does, and he can't do the trick. He can't make the trick work. Right. It's it re- basically is a repeat of the magic trick he's trying to. He did him on himself, but he's talking through how he he's yeah, meant to so do he's it. Saying, put, put them up, hold them there, yeah. and then snap them, bring them down. Well, he can't do it. He says, "Oh, you've got to do it a different way." Now, as he's trying to figure out how to do it, how to do the snap, Jacko, who is uh, Columbus, walks off, takes his waistcoat off, whips it around, and it ter- folds it around. It's a bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he starts like he t- takes his jacket off. Spins it around, it's kind of like a grey over a brown overcoat. Yeah, he puts it like back on inside out, I reckon. Yeah, it does, but it's it definitely now looks like a normal overcoat. Yeah, yeah. Then it goes, Remember me? <laughs> Meanwhile, your man's still handcuffed. handcuffed, right? So he's not going anywhere. Yeah. And then he's but he's in still in his disguise and he's taking off his hat. It it I didn't wear a top hat, he goes. <laughs> And then he says, and then I... I weren't this tall. I weren't this tall. I weren't this tall. And he takes, takes his shoes, shoes off. off but that shoes. didn't seem to make any difference whatsoever. Okay. Then he takes his wig off. He goes... 
Do you, do you now, remember now? Now do you remember? And I'm thinking there's, it looks a bit like I Claudius. But there's m- nothing coming from Mr. Latham. He's, <laughs> no, he's not recognised. He hasn't got a clue. Texas Mustafa. I'm thinking it is Derek Jacobi. Yeah. I've seen him before. Mr. Latham. He doesn't recognise. Latham him. is, but he's thinking because you can see it in his eyes. He's a good. He's a good actor, Richard Bouquet. Yeah. And he goes. He's thinking something about this character. But he just can't get. I can't so it is pick it and because then, he's got a beard on. The beard comes off and he recognises. He's got it? him. Now, and, I would have thought... Well, he doesn't say to us that he's got him. It's just that we now see it in his face that he's got him. But I would have thought, right, you would have spotted this as soon as the wig came off. <laughs> the wig was enough. Wouldn't it? Uh, and the he, eyebrow, he took his eyebrows off as well. As yeah, if, yeah. The eyebrows are making... Tasha's me. gone and he's still going, he's going, no, still can't place it. No, no. Because <laughs> ah. I would recognise you even if you didn't have your beard on. No, well, you've had to have done it at one point because I didn't have a beard all well, this time. Yeah, that's true. If fifteen years, fifteen years it's taken me. I've been, I've been. You've been in prison. Oh, I thought this was about your beard. Oh no, fifteen years. I was framed for a murder that you did. Yeah. Right. That's what's happened here. By by you. By you. You did it. You framed me, and you and did you the did murder. It. You did both of them. Right. Now, we don't know what that is, and I'm going to, spoiler alert, you never find out what the murder is, what the framing was, what the relationship between these two were, anything like that. Yeah. Which but, is unfortunate, actually, because I think that that could have been... Could have been they could have, they could have spent two or three more minutes, but then that's the tales for you. And, and, he, and Jack L. Columbus uh, explains that he set the entire thing up so that everyone will remember the clown man. But not... Anybody... I, Claudius. I, Claudius. Uh, 15 years it took him to scheme this, so presumably he's learnt all the... He knew what he, knew what he was going to do. Now, it's, now, the oldest magician's trick is the art of distraction, isn't it? Yeah. And diversionary tactics is to look this way yes. while I do... Th- well, that's what the clown guy was, because he is... I look at me, I am the person you're meant to be looking at. But what they're not meant to be looking at is the guy who's slowly transformed into this other guy oh, with his shirt, tie, short, no hat, no, no, no beard, no, no strange... That's the diversionary tactic, yeah. which is clever, but by no means makes up for the journey that we've gone through. It is it's a clever thing, but this could have been done so much better, yeah. really, and not made me absolutely furious for 18 minutes. Well, is this is the crescendo, what he calls the grand finale. Yeah. You, in the meanwhile, you've got a stunned Richard Bouquet. Still in the handcuffs. Still in the handcuffs. And now realises what he's done. Offers him some money to keep it all quiet. Not it's not good enough. Yeah. The grand crescendo, the grand finale, is the umbrella. Take off the end of it. And it's a bit sharp. It's, it's a sword type. Well, he says so. But really, he's just got a bit of a spike on a, the end of his umbrella. Just a spike on her, but on her umbrella. It's about a two and a half inch spike on his umbrella. Correct. Stab, it goes into his heart. And he dies immediately. Of course. Uh, in the style of Toto. Has to die straight away. No, no struggle. No blood. Okay, now, he takes the umbrella to pieces, gets rid of the blood stains, and then puts his flat cap on. Mm-hmm. Um, sprinkles confetti... So you just remember it was a clown guy yeah. with the beard. And then walks off. Walks off as Derek Jacobi. Now, what I was wondering... Nobody notices, by the way, because it's closing time. So Yeah, and yeah. It's, What I was wondering, though, right... So he does pass a woman 
as he, when he's coming straight out. away. You too, right? Wouldn't it have been better him coming out still dressed as the clown? But in, with with the fact that she was there, then yes. Yeah, but Annie's going to go by picking a blanket, uh, so there's, somebody's going to see him. Yeah. So you just get changed somewhere else. That's the thing to do. Not come out as Derek Jacobi at all. Yeah. Because now, right, well, pin that a second. Right. Okay. What happens next is he goes back to the train station, he looks at his time, and he sees he's just in time for the 6.20. Yeah. And he's calling it, it's the perfect crime. Yeah. Um, and he, he then he just kind of like gets on his train, leaves well, before... and sprinkles some dust. Well, I'll tell you what I think. Oh, and he goes to the paper boy, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. I'll I tell you what I think. He takes his gloves off to buy the paper. Mm. Now, I think the confetti comes out by accident. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, mmm. Because we didn't see it sprinkle. We see that at the end. Yeah. But that's the point where it sprinkles. So I think... But he does sprinkle it at the train. Well, we don't see that either. We see it, it, it shuts oh, the door. Oh, of course. And it, and it sort of falls, we see it falling out. But I think that that's accidental because he's had, he's had the confetti in his gloves in, yeah, in, that's right, yeah. in the in uh, Bouquet's in office. office. Yeah. Which now, we're bringing all this pin together. What he says is, he sits he sits back in his... Oh, so, by the way, let's just recap. He gets to the train station, yeah. goes to the paper boy, buys a paper... Drops the confetti. Got, drops the confetti. Goes to the train, drops the confetti, sits back in his chair and then claims never in a million years... Because they'll only ever remember the clown guy. Yeah. Now, alarm bells. Right. Bing, 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 bing. One, the woman walking past Latham's office yeah. as he walked out the back door. There's one witness. Yeah, so he's Derek Jacobi, a man they've never seen before. Leaving. Um, yeah. Descri- able to describe him and everything. Two, paperboy. Now, he might not be able to put two and two together, but when he sees the confetti... Which is the same confetti that's in the office. Ding, 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 ding. And that's why I think it's an accident. Yeah. Second, he's on the train and he's dropped his confetti. They'll be able to trace where that train's gone to. Yeah. Now, never in a million years, I would say, probably six months. Probably <laughs> prob- probably less, actually, if it was today's cops. <laughs> Murder squad. If, if yeah. John Nettles... CSI? If John Nettles yeah. gets involved... Is it Bergerac? Or is he something else? No, Bergerac was... John Nettles. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Adam Dalgleish, that's what I was thinking oh, of. Oh, right, right. From, from Murder Squad in oh, the was one it, with the oh, office. Oh, was in one of these, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the man who wet the gun. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I ended up with putting the fact that in never in a million years, well, in my mind, there are three witnesses and numerous clues yeah. that... They, he might not get caught. Let's let's say he might not get caught. But actually, I'll tell you what, he's making it very difficult for himself to stay on the run. Yeah, well, that's why I think it's an accident. It, that would make sense, because that now becomes a better tale of the unexpected. Yeah. By about one. <laughs> if, you know, in levels. Yes, yeah. It's gone from one to two. Right. Probably. What did you think? I mean, we, we've, we've been, we've well, been quite t- open about how it... But yeah, well, I'll tell you what... Uh, this is one that I've been wondering about for a long time because when we first spoke about doing this, you talked about um, the uh, this uh, umbrella man thing, and you, and you said that you, that you liked it, and 
I thought, is, you know, is that is that the Jacko one? Because it's shit and I don't like it. And I thought that's going to be a bit bit weird, that. Yeah, because well, we, we well, often think the same. I tell you what, I've clearly done is I've mixed the Umbrella mixed Man with... and the, and I've put the two different stories together. Yeah, somehow made it into some sort of grandiose yeah. episode. And when you split that and take this one, it's not the episode. So I was quite surprised, therefore, when at the end. You were saying you didn't like it, but relieved. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Because you felt the same. Well, I got, got to say, it's it was always, as always, it was a pleasure to talk through, <laughs> and it really is. I I always enjoy getting to this stage and going. I might have hated it. Yeah. But I've loved chatting about it. Well, and hopefully, it's been more interesting listening to our thoughts on it than it would be if you had to watch it. Totally. Yeah. As always. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And talking about another as always. Yeah. Let's. Tell them what we're going to be doing next time, because we always do that. Yeah, well, we do, don't we? I, uh, I've got a list here of what's coming up, and it's, uh, it's The Morals, which uh, is, I think you might call this an ensemble piece, this. Is it what, a, a cast of plenty? Yeah, Fulton Mackay. Nice. Mr. You know, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Mackay, yeah. Bill Owen. Bill Owen, I know the name. Compo. Oh, oh right, okay. Harry H. Corbett. Yeah, you okay. Dirty, dirty little man. Dirty man. Uh, and I think that's probably where it stops there. there. There are a couple more, but I don't know them. Synopsis. Well, two businessmen on the verge of bankruptcy devise a plan to rob a bank. Know it. I know it very well. Right. I just don't remember the twist. Well. But I do remember the setup. Right. Well, let's wait to see next week what okay. that twist is and to share it with our listeners. Yeah, to join the setup. Join the setup with us next week, listeners. This has been Chris and Rob. Uh, on our Toto podcast. On Toto podcast. Yeah. Right. Bye bye now. Bye. The tales of the